By now, many people have followed their renewed path for health and wellness for the new year. But now is the time to also start planning and implementing a plan for your financial health and wellness as well. When they talk about this issue is Beth Dotson, a Treasury Group Sales Manager with J.P. Morgan Chase. Good morning, Beth. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Doing great. Happy, happy to be here to talk to such an important topic and subject that, that many, many people has been on the minds of for, for a while now. So just excited to be with you and, and all your listeners out there. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Beth, we often hear the term financial literacy, um, but uh, what does that really mean? And more importantly, what should it mean to people, especially black people and other historically underserved communities from a practical and yet impactful point of view? Yeah, when when you hear the term financial literacy, you should really be thinking about how can I become financially smart? Making informed decisions around spending habits, around saving, borrowing, asking yourself, who are you going to today or where are you going to to get information? Because, Chris, many times and oftentimes in, in our communities, um, we get information but it might be from the wrong source, and it's not correct. So we have to seek out the right people, and we have to build that trust um, in ensuring that we're getting the correct information. All right. And, and Beth, let's talk a little bit about financial health, because uh, we all know uh, what we want to do as a re- or what we ought to do as it relates to our physical health and wellness, and many of us know what it looks and feels like when we're not on top of our health and fitness game. Uh, with that being said, you know, how important is for people to be on top of their financial health and wellness, regardless of where they are in their financial journey? Because people are at many different stages. Some people um, are you know, pretty far along. Some people have not started or just trying to get started. Uh, but more importantly, you know, it's a matter of recognizing where you're at. Like you said, making sure that you have uh, getting the right information and the right people and the right partners to help you guide uh, to yourself through this uh, journey. Yeah, Chris, it's very critical because when you when you think about the analogy that you just used around fitness and trying to get into shape, um, there's many different plans out there, right? But first, you have to get through that mental roadblock. It's the same roadblock when we think about um, financial becoming financially smart, right? A lot of times, um, you hear the terms. I'm too old. I don't have enough money to save. I messed up my credit. Or if I'm just entering, right, the the credit realm, I don't, you know, I don't have any credit now, so where do I even start? First, you have to really think about, do you even know where your money is going? And you have to start thinking about creating better habits, but also know that this is not an easy path it's continuous work, and it takes discipline. Mm. Uh, Beth, let's, let's talk a little bit, because I hear the passion in your voice with this. Let's talk about your passion to help educate and help people navigate a successful financial journey. And I say journey because a lot of times we use paths and pathways, um, and, you know, that is more of a, uh, uh, a short-term kind of a, a conversation. Uh, but a financial journey, like you just said, a journey is something that's continuous and ongoing and takes a while um, to get there. 
Um, you know, but in terms of your passion, you know, where did that come from and why is uh, this issue um, such a passion of yours? Well, Chris, I grew up the youngest of 12 um, in a low-income family. And I seen first firsthand constantly um, my parents stealing from Paul to pay Peter. And they lived off of credit. And the job that I got at an early at an early age, it was already spent because my my paycheck was spent to help out the family. And so initially when I got old enough to get into the credit realm at eighteen, I created some bad habits and I picked up some bad habits. And so it was, um, I was in my mid-20s when I had to file bankruptcy. And it was at that point that I realized I was getting another chance and that I had to do some things differently. And there was some cycles that I had to break within my own self because of what I had picked up. And so I made a conscious decision to break the cycle for my family and be the person in my family that would create better habits, but also provide that education. And through the education of what I have been able to learn through the years to get myself back on track, right, to rebuild my credit and get to a, a point that I wanted to, to get to, it's that passion that helps me want to give back to my community and give back to others who came from similar backgrounds. Wow. Wow. Uh, Beth, how important is it for people to have a plan and to be intentional when it comes to finances, savings, and and probably more importantly, I don't want to say more importantly, but uh, equally as important, you know, uh, having some sort of emergency fund in place? Yeah, I always think about this quote that I've seen, you know, several, several years ago, Chris, and it was, if you if you don't have a plan – or a goal, whatever you want to call it, and it's not written down, then it's just basically a dream. And so we have to be very intentional about our goals and our plan that we set out so that we know that it can be realistic and that we can actually achieve it. Let me give you an example of what I mean, Chris, is is that um, I used to have a debit card. I used to use a debit card, and then I had a credit card that I used to get points and rewards. It was very difficult for me to track my spending on my debit card because it was so easily accessible in in my purse. And I I said, okay, I got to make some changes here. So I turned in my debit card for an ATM card because I needed to make it more difficult for me to really think about the way that I was spending and, and so every time that I had to think about, okay, if I have to go to the bank to get money out of the ATM, it made me think about how important is it for me to get this pair of shoes or whatever it is that I was going to be um, spending my money on. So it caused me to just retrain myself to create better habits. Wow. Beth. I'm glad you brought up that point this morning because I don't know, you know, that a lot of people are aware that they actually can have an ATM card that's not a debit card these days because it seems like um, people have just assumed that the uh, debit card is their ATM but allows them also to do transactions. I think that's an important thing for so many people on a financial journey because certainly having um, 
you know, very easy access to your funds or resources um, it is a way that people can kind of, you know, spend more than they would like to splurge on the spur of the moment as opposed mm-hmm. to actually thinking about those transactions. Um, speaking on that topic, there are a lot of tools and apps these days that can help people uh, manage things that are important to them. Um, and I know that uh, your organization, Chase, has some tools as well. Can you talk about some of the tools that you feel uh, can be very helpful to people um, along their financial journey to health and well, uh, health and wellness? Yes, Chris. Um, my favorite, and I use this personally once a month as I look at the online budget tool. Um, this is a tool that breaks down your spending. It tracks it, and it tracks it in each different category to say, okay, how much are you spending on your bills and gas? And then how much money are you spending on fast food? How much money are you spending in these different categories? I, I just think that it's so important because oftentimes you're unaware of how much um, things can add up to in any given month. Also, the credit journey tool is very important. I can't tell you how many times, you know, um, someone that I have met with said, Beth, I go to Experian, TransUnion, Equifax on, the, on their credit report. And they had no idea in regards to what was actually being reported. And oftentimes you will find that you have some things that are being um, reported incorrectly. And so the credit journey tools just help one um, be proactive and stay on top of monitoring their credit. Also, don't discount the different advisors that are in the bank, whether it's from the personal bankers to the mortgage officers um, that can be there as a source to give you information. Because oftentimes you may not know what questions to ask or how to use or get to these tools. Take advantage of those resources because they are there to help and provide that guidance. Wow. Um, Beth, and I know we're pushing up against uh, some time constraints here, but can we talk a little bit about scams? Uh, Because there's nothing worse than a person or a family uh, that works very hard to follow a financial plan and seeing it be, uh, begin to be successful, only to have somebody come along and scam you out of your money. Um, can we talk about some of the uh, do's and don'ts of when it comes to protecting your money and your assets? Yes. Chris, it's very important for um, everyone to educate themselves on the common scams that are out there. Right, because fraudsters today are using any and everything to take a, to take advantage of individuals, whether that's IRS scans, you know, um, calling calling or texting, um, saying you have won prizes or cash. You know, the sky is really the limit. Um, so really educate yourself on what's out there. Also, like I mentioned before, make sure that you're checking your credit score regularly. I would say, you know, at least at least twice a year, um, if not more often than that, depending upon, you know, what you what is what your goal that you are trying to achieve. And then also make sure that you put something in place to review your accounts closely. I think that sometimes um, we have we're so busy, we're on the go um, that we forget to just create those routines of just making sure that there is no nobody or no one that's trying to sneak in that account. Um, when you think about the don'ts, 
make sure that you're not clicking on just any emails, texts. Make sure that it's a credible source. Um, do not share your personal information. You know, so so being at Chase, we will never ask you for your username, your password, um, your ATM pin. We won't ask that over the phone. Also, don't trans don't transfer money um, with someone claiming to be from your bank. The bank will never ask you um, to send a wire or send a check or any other um, method. So those are some tips and tricks on the do's and don'ts, Chris. All right. Well, Beth, um, well, we've talked about my, uh, quite a bit in a very short period of time. It's been a very informative to know a lot of people in our listening audience. Beth, what is the most important thing that you want people to take away from our conversation this morning? Educate. Educate yourself, whether it's whether it's on books, there's plenty of podcasts, podcasts out there, financial tools. Make sure that you're really taking the time out to and getting advice from the experts. So that way you're getting um, you're getting not, not just a head start, but also you're getting the right information to make sure that you're putting the right things in place to help you achieve whatever your financial goals are. All right. And also want to miss to our listening audience that there is an article in this week's Seattle Medium newspaper um, as well that out that talks about the same information with an interview that we had uh, with Beth uh, earlier in the week. Also, that's also available online at seattlemedium.com. Beth, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show and just uh, wish you wish you much continued success in all your endeavors, but also in, in your pathway to help people with their own financial uh, journey as well. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me.